Hello there, remember us? I know, our podcast feed has been in want of new content for a while now. We're still here, I promise. It's been a struggle this past now more than a year to keep up with productivity while trying to adapt and make major adjustments, all the while managing the immense stress and anxiety of life in a pandemic. And if that feels familiar to you, my friends, just know we are definitely not alone. Hey, how about we forget about productivity guilt and all the other stresses, even for just a few moments? I've got some inspiration in verse to share with you from our resident poet, Dr. David Linton. With the efficiency of his form of rhythm and rhyme, he paints interesting and clever observations of the idiosyncrasies of our time and culture. The first piece, Dear Grandma, contemplates the contemporary arrogance of our era. Well, a pandemic is certainly a sobering slap in the face. It's followed by The Virtual Feast, a reflection on our social foodie culture. Dinner and cocktails with friends, family, our modern rituals of breaking bread. How do we continue those connections in an age of social distance? Dear Grandma, I hope you're finding joy and love with the other angels up above. I've been thinking of you a lot these days, of how you loved me in so many ways. I think of your stories about my dad, of when he was good or even bad. I remember your tales of the dear old country. You could make me laugh or even amaze me. But lately, I think of your life with the flu, of how it made a widow of you, and how it took away your brother and nearly to your loving mother. When I heard you tell those long, sad stories, I always thought, but I have no worries. We've got our pills, our shots, and potions. We get along with never a notion that someday we too could be struck. We'd play our hand and be out of luck. We thought we'd never have to pray just to get through another day of staying home, avoiding friends, never knowing when it would end. You told of quarantine and signs on doors that said we've had to close this store. And funerals that no one could attend. It seemed the misery had no end. Your stories always made me sad. But also, and in secret, glad. Glad that those dismal days were gone. That our lives could go on and on without a thought of plague or virus. That nothing ever could deprive us of safety, fun, and long good health, of growth and play, and even wealth. Now, there's something new, I have to say. Though you have been gone for many a day, there's something that I now have learned. I see the wisdom that you earned. Your life was not so far from mine. It is not merely a bygone time before Facebook and Internet, lives wasted at the TV set, before Zoom calls and Instagram. You, too, were called to take a stand. You helped your friends and neighbors, too. You sang to them when they were blue. And finally, when it was past, you dried your eyes and said, At last. You faced the deadly Spanish flu. You stood up tall and saw it through.
the virtual feast. They used to meet to chat and eat, one week at Mary's, the next at Harry's, then down to Jim's or up to Kim's. They'd crowd around each other's table to find out who had been best able to provide another food delight on this their special dining night. One week it was a dish of lamb, grilled just right in the Teflon pan. Next time they would reject all meat and produce a tasty vegan treat. William would put on his toque. He'd swirl his glass and make a joke. He'd tighten up his chic chef's apron and say, Tonight we're going Asian. Tiffany flambéed crepe Suzettes. She'd light a fire you couldn't forget. But first came cod with caviar, and last a Cuban-made cigar. But then all dining had to cease. They all were faced with empty seats. The candles had to stay unlit, no use for that old oven mitt. Then someone said, Let's feast on Zoom. No need to leave the dining room. Let's each prepare our special dish. You'll make the soup and I'll do fish. And so for now, on Wednesday night, they all arranged to share a bite. They placed their laptops in the kitchen to undertake their dining mission. No need for masks or social distance. Instead, they practice food persistence. They raise a glass and make a toast to whoever drinks the most. Who cares if that filet of trout was delivered by a local takeout? What if that yummy plate of flan came from opening a can? And that pork, so delicately flecked? Yeah, it came from fresh direct. It didn't matter, they had learned, if the meat was rare or even burned. It wasn't tastes that made them gather, it was friendship that really mattered. So on they go with making plans that are little more than opening cans. They make a date to eat together, regardless of the virus weather. They've learned that food was not the reason that they met through every season. They merely needed an excuse to let their need for love run loose. One day, David was strolling the streets of New York City, enjoying the people watching, the window shopping. For sure, down almost every street and on almost every corner of this town, there is something interesting to see. But he noticed, amidst the throngs of people, he was the only one paying attention. Digital Girl Clutching her phone while crossing the street, attuned to the ding of another tweet, not the chirp of the oriole, the squawk of the crow, the coo of the pigeon, or the peep of the sparrow. Her thumbs are busy tapping the keys, ignoring the traffic, the birds and the bees. She does not see the blossoming trees or the dog busily scratching its fleas. White wires run from her ears to her phone, so no matter what, she is never alone. They hang like a necklace across her chest. They guarantee she will get no rest. The buds in her ears block out city noise and friendly hellos from flirtatious boys. Her head is bowed in concentration. She is always in touch. There is no cessation. But in touch with what? With whom? With where? Is there actually anyone really there? She swipes from sight to sight to sight from early morning to late at night. She feels in touch with all her friends, with her mother and sister. There is no end. But if passed by surprise out on the street, she would not see them. They would not greet. Beyond her gaze, the world goes by. She happily taps it, a soft goodbye. 
The poems Dear Grandma, The Virtual Feast, and A Digital Girl were written and performed by David Linton. Audio recording was engineered by Matt Straub. It was produced by me, Ali Silva, for Fireside Mystery Productions. Hang in there, dear listeners. There is more to come from Fireside Mystery Theatre.